Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I think it's important to have an understanding of where we're at and our schedule. Um, you know, since the All-Star break, I was just looking at it in the last five weeks or so since the All-Star break. We've gone to the East Coast three different times and come back. We went through a stretch of playing 11 games in 20 days in conjunction with talking with our coaching staff and our people. We just thought that was the best decision for today. Now, uh, we didn't go on the ice, but that didn't mean we didn't get better today. We, we treated today as a regeneration day and to try and refill uh, the energy reservoir so that we're ready to play against a really good team in the Dallas Stars tomorrow night. That is Jay Woodcroft. The Oilers opted not to practice today. The team did meet. This is Oilers now. It is 137 in Edmonton, and we are going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Our Oilers now headliner today is brought to you by Will Hawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And we welcome back to the show. He was on a coaching staff with Jay Woodcroft for three seasons. He is the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. He played for both the Edmonton Oilers and later coached the Edmonton Oilers. We welcome back Ian Herbers. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? Good, Bob. Thank you. Yeah, you're in Charlottetown, uh, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna cut right to the chase here. Uh, you and me had a couple animated conversations during the year about practice times. Uh, maybe you can educate our listeners. What time do you play Friday morning in your opening game at the University Cup? Uh, Twelve o'clock Atlantic time here Friday. So, which is basically just when our practice time is ending at the U of A. Uh, that's one of the things Stan and I looked at back when we were thinking of changing our time. So many of our championships are out here in the Maritimes uh, that we thought if we had to play that dreaded Thursday 12 o'clock game, which is the worst one to play, um, we'd be set in our time-wise and it wouldn't be a big factor for us. So hopefully it's a, a good omen for us this Friday. Uh, well, it's interesting because, you know, uh, I, I've, I've sort of looked at body chemistries and clocks and had some other guys. Uh, there's a, a player that used to play here whose father is big into how you fire up that engine and get him going. Uh, he was a guy that, partic- uh, you know, was involved. I won't say participated. He was a, uh, a guy that played briefly in the CFL, but it was also a bobsledder. And he's been all over the training methods. You know who I'm talking about. And so uh, just in, in terms of how it works. So this, that's how much forethought you had in this because I thought there was that one time a 
rule that the Canada West schools were not supposed to play in the early game in an Eastern Championship, and I guess they've thrown that out altogether. So you you end up getting... Well, that still is a rule, Bob, but they just seem to neglect it. It doesn't uh, get enforced. Okay, wait, wait, wait a sec. That that's actually a rule in, in youth sports. Yeah. yeah, I just read something this week about it, and um, they haven't enforced it for the last how many ever years. So, so you're now. Are you guys still seen in as the New York Yankees of youth sports hockey? Is that how you guys are seen? Oh, well, everybody expects to see us here and expects us to be challenging for a national title. Uh, everybody always wants to knock us off, and they seem to play their best games when they play the Alberta Golden Bears. So it's always challenging for us. We don't get any easy nights, any easy games, and that's what makes you better is you're getting pushed, you're getting challenged, you're getting thrown out of your comfort zone, and we've definitely had that all season long. All right, so you're dropping the puck 9 a.m. in the opening game against Windsor. Maybe you can tell everybody here, how would you assess this? You, you lost the Canada West final in three games to Calgary. The first two games went to overtime. You obviously split them in the last game 3-2-1 in the Canada West final. You had a lot of turnover over the last couple of years on your team. How would you assess the season? Um, kind of like our Canada West final, a little bit up and down. We did some fantastic things during the year. Uh, we had some setbacks here and there. Um, power play was great at times, not so good at times. Penalty kill was great, not so good at times. Uh, especially teams down the stretch here, and especially during playoffs and Canada West playoffs have been fantastic, so we'll need that carrying through here at, at Nationals. Those will be two very important factors. Uh, when our guys are on and everybody's on at the same time, we're a very difficult team to play against. It's just trying to get everybody going here at the same time, being on the same page, and competing that extra little push that extra drive we need to we have the skill but we need to make sure we're hard in the blue paint hard on the walls hard at the lines uh playing a difficult relentless game against other teams and not giving up easy goals breakaway goals mental breakdown goals you guys uh basically dominated the tournament for the first eight periods that you were at the Nationals last year. You beat the host Acadia 7-0. You beat St. FX, which has traditionally been a very strong program, 7-3. You were up 4-2 against UQTR. Uh, you ended up losing that game 5-4 in double overtime. You outshot the Patriots 70-40. to I personally... Well, we dominated them in overtime as well, so it was just the one kind of period where we had that that lapsed, let things slide a little bit, and didn't capitalize on our chances. So okay. our guys know they've got to push to, to, just like our Friday, our last game against the Dinos. We get the one goal. We need to push to get that second goal. We need to push to get that third goal. Okay. Uh, so here's where I'm going to ask you. You had Noah Philp on that team. I, I know you're not surprised that he's been pretty good in the American Hockey League uh, for Colin Chalk. He's got 14 goals and 26 points. He's actually third on the team in goals, which is not bad for an undrafted player. Uh, Grayson Polinchuk, out of the Red, who played with the Red Deer Rebels, he led your team in scoring a couple of years ago. You've lost those two guys, uh, and a real good defenseman, Clayton Kirichenko, who was uh, you know the captain of your team. How do you have as much skill as maybe you had last year, or are you as deep as last year's team? Do you think? Probably not as much high-end skill as Phil and then those Kirichenko. Um, and we've been doing it by committee here. Um, Fontaine has been fantastic, fantastic all season long, and he's been steady. Uh, we switched that line up for Nationals here. We put Florchuk on his wing, so that might give him a little bit of spark. Move Smallwood down with the Hall brothers, and so we got an all-rookie line. 
uh, going, and they had a ton of energy. They played a few shifts together Sunday in Calgary, and I liked what I saw out of the three, and the, the three have been very good the last two weeks here in practice, and especially the last two days here out east. Uh, so excited about that. And then we have the Husey line that's been pretty much steady all year long, uh, and we need to make sure that they're playing a big game, heavy game, um, being very assertive, very aggressive, being tenacious and relentless and bearing their opportunities. And then our fourth line chipped in in Calgary as well, and they need to make sure that they're strong and uh, they can go out and play against anybody and give us some minutes to give our other guys a break. Dawson Davidson is was a 70-point defenseman in the Western League. He's dealt with some injury issues. Is he back up and running at 100%? Yeah, Canada West Finals, he uh, well, Canada West Sammy's and finals, he was bowed coming off a shoulder injury, so he missed the last part of the year. Uh, was so, so ready to be playing from the semifinals, but did a, a good job for us, played a strong series, uh, felt good after that. And we even thought about resting him one of the games against the Tynos, and uh, he was playing good. He elevated his game. He was dominant down in Calgary. Uh, you could never tell that he was coming off an injury at all. So he stepped his game up, and we expect big things out of him this weekend as well. Ethan Kruger came to Oilers uh, development camp. He's a goaltender of the Brandon Weekings of the Western League, and you you ran him obviously all three games against Calgary. I know you had Schneider, who was in the Flames organization before, just like Fontaine played in the American Hockey League for a season with San Jose Barracuda. Uh, but is is it? I mean, are we to assume that you're going to go with Kruger here at the University Cup? Yeah, we're starting him Friday, and we'll go from there. All three guys have practiced and battled hard the last two weeks, um, and they challenge each other, have a great relationship, uh, and it's been a good good atmosphere with those three in the dressing room, and they're all cheering on their teammates and hoping the best for each other. Uh, if we need to, uh, I'm very confident in the other two stepping up and, and being a factor if you- something ever happened to Krugs. Do you, uh, Ian Herbers is the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. They're at the University Cup. Ian, most years the Bears go in as the Canada West champs and the number one or the number two seed because the way, and I'm on the top ten committee, as you know, uh, the Canada West and the Atlantic Conferences have dominated. I mean, it's been the Bears out of the Canada West that have dominated, but, I mean, they're seen as the two strongest leagues. Your team goes in as a five seed in terms of how the tournament works. Is there less pressure, do you think, or is that pressure internalized because of the expectation that comes with being a part of that Golden Bears program? Well, we're still expecting to be challenging for a national title where they would rank one or eight. Um, I think there is a little little less pressure on us. I know it's the last couple of days in practice. Our guys have been jumping and zipping around and firing pucks and uh, I've had a very good two days of prep and getting ready for this game on Friday. Uh, it's nice not having that big, big target of the number one ranked and everybody trying to go after you. So Calgary has gets to deal with that pressure, which will be something new for them. Uh, and we just get to play and just be the best we can this weekend. All right. Uh, you play Windsor in the opener. What do you know about them? Uh, they're not going to give us much. They've a uh, strong goaltender, probably the goaltender of the year, I'm assuming. Um, and they're very stingy on what they allow. Their Ds are very patient. will stay back. will clog things up. They'll block a lot of shots. And then they're able to transition and capitalize on their chances and opportunities. Uh, so we got to make sure we're driving pucks, uh, 
using our speed on their defensemen and the keeper is getting to the net and pucks to the net. We've got to get a ton of rubber at this guy with a ton of traffic. The games I've seen him play, there hasn't been very much traffic in front of him. So we've got to make sure we're in his eyes. We're coming through the paint. We're in the crease and we're staying there and not just doing flybys and getting those second and third opportunities. Uh, will be key for us to get the early goal and then get the second goal and then uh, make sure we stay mentally sharp. We're not having major breakdowns. Ian, one final one for you, because I've never been to Prince Edward Island. Uh, the rink that you're going to play on, is that a normal-sized ice surface, or is it an Olympic size, or what are you dealing with there? I played games here, Stoff. There used to be the Senators team here, so when I was with Cape Breton Oilers, we'd play here all the time. I even think Frankie LaRue was at that time playing for the Senators in this rink, and uh, Mark LaForest, I remember him sitting in the Zamboni entrance in between periods having a cigarette and before the game on uh, the cigarette. So it's been a while since I've been here, but it's nhl size ice surface. Um, nice rink, good rink, great rink for uh, U-Sport National Finals. Go get it, Ian. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Ian Herbers, who is the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. He, of course, spent three years as an assistant with the Edmonton Oilers, with Todd McClellan, uh, played for the Edmonton Oilers and New York Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning in the National Hockey League. It's 147 in Edmonton. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to Oilers Now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This text comes in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, uh, was Dylan Holloway injured while down in Bakersfield? Looks like he only played one game since being sent down. Yeah, he got hurt in his first game. He scored and then banged up his shoulder and has been back up in Edmonton rehabbing. Speaking of injuries, uh, the Dallas Stars sent Mason Marchment back to Dallas, so he will not be available tomorrow. Tyler Sagan was already out with a lower body issue. Lower body issue for Mason Marchment as well. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. They've got 15 Edmonton and area locations, four in Calgary, one in Red Deer. You can go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Royal Pizza, they're still making it great. The Stoffer Recommendation Mediterranean Chicken. Uh, the Brendan's a big fan of the Texans. Brendan, by the way, do the Texans have a quarterback yet? Oh, man. Uh, we're getting there. It, it looked like Jimmy Garoppolo might have been their, uh, their target for a second. And thankfully, that didn't end up coming to fruition. He's in Vegas now. So it's looking like your boy, Bryce Young, might be the, uh, the candidate there at number two. So who's going number one? I heard C.J. Stroud is who Carolina traded Well, up that is who Chris Sims uh, likes. And as a rule of thumb... I tend to trust Chris Sims when it comes to quarterbacks coming into the draft. He seems to have a pretty good handle on it. He's been writing a lot here. Let's go to list A. Uh, did you see a little exchange between Adam Schefter and uh, Aaron Rodgers today? Oh, yeah. I was actually watching Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show as he was explaining all this stuff. So, so really like, can you explain this? What, what, what happened here? So did Schefter actually text him and during the show or something, or what happened? I, my understanding was that like, Aaron was just being transparent about sort of the exchanges, and uh, he he clarified the fact that he did not ask the New York Giants to acquire all these pieces, or else I'm not coming The there. Jets That's or the Giants? Jets, excuse me. Yes. The Giants? Yeah, the Jets. So he the, the Jets apparently got a wish list of Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, some of his old Green Bay teammates, basically, and uh, and 
that was what he was trying to clarify. Huh. Red Batty uh, is a former CFL equipment guy. He's worked for the Green Bay Packers forever. Well known. Uh, the Oilers guys uh, go and see him when they're in Chicago once in a while. Let's go to Listian Oilers history for New West Travel. Uh, travel. He, he does the equipment for the Green Bay Packers. You can travel to California this April to see the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. You can reach out to NewWestTravel.com. We got two for you. We're going to go back in the state uh, 38 years ago, 1985. What happened? Yari Curry picks up goal 67 on the season. 67 as the Oilers and Sabres play to a 4-4 tie. You would finish that year with a career-high 71 goals, eventually helping Edmonton to its second Stanley Cup championship in as many years. On this date 35 years ago, Craig Simpson scored his 50th goal of the season. He was the first player ever traded during a season in which he would score 50 goals. Hmm. Interesting. And Simpson would be the last winner to score have a 50-goal season until Leon Dreisaitl pulled it off. Uh, I guess that would have been in, what, 18-19? Um, there you have it. Again, that's this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. We're going to Cali in April. We've got a couple more spots that have just opened up because we've found a couple more tickets for those games. Reach out to newwesttravel.com for more info. Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports Night. What's he got shaking? You will hear from Kelly Rudy as well as uh, Oil Kings Business Director, or rather Director of Business Operations, Kevin Radomski, and then the uh, third for Brendan Botcher's rink, Mark Kennedy, talking some curling. I'm a big fan of Kevin Radomski. does a good job. Yeah, Botcher. Didn't happen for the Alberta Crews this year. Oh, well. I've had a great run at curling. I'm not a curling expert. I know Wes Montgomery would be disappointed to me that I don't. I haven't stayed on top of it as much these days. Tomorrow, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeRuss for GCL Diesel. God rest his soul, Wes. And our NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling will be amongst uh, our guests on tomorrow's edition of Oilers. Now, up next, Global News Weather Traffic Update with Randy Kilburn, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. Chelsea on Chad from 3 to 6 today, then Reed Wilkins back at you tomorrow at noon with a preview of the Oilers and the Stars.